Come on, KG. This is no different than that. This is me. All right? I'm not a fucking athlete. This is my fucking way. The problem, your lackluster defense, or is it the problems you're having offensively? Lackluster offense. Um, the problem is we're down two games to one. Should we be getting back on defense? <laughs> oh, my God. De- defense. Is that your cousin, Demar? Would you like people to know about you? I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. <laughs> Welcome to the Presser Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the Presser Basketball Podcast. Oh, it's shit. your boy, AG. Happy Saturday morning. Uh, coming live from uh, Dallas, Texas. Luca, where you at, man? I'm looking for you. Mark Cuban, where you at, man? Where you at? Uh, so we're down here right now. It's actually about 11 o'clock plus 30 degrees. So uh, great day in Texas today. Um, we're back. This is the first time we're doing this podcast in the off season. A lot of off season moves. Um, you haven't heard from us for a long time, um, but we're about to start. You know, talking about a couple trades. Uh, what's happening in free agency a little bit? Uh, what teams did? Right. We're gonna have a series where uh, we're gonna talk about every team. Um, off-season to tell them what they did right and what's wrong. Um, so if you have a team that you love and you want to talk about them, let me know. Let's create a date and figure that out. Um, but for, for starters, we're going to talk about a, an NBA legend who uh, who recently passed away, um, Bill Russell, a guy who was uh, great on and off the court. Um, and, and, and to be fair, with as an NBA fan, I didn't really know the impact that Bill Russell kind of left behind in the NBA. And as I was watching basketball, you know, mid-2010s, I'd see some old guy randomly go to LeBron James, give him the, the finals MVP trophy. And we just I just knew him as just a guy named Bill Russell. I didn't know the impact he had on the game, on the court, off the court. Um, he's done so much uh, within the NBA in terms of, you know, racial divide um he was very big on you know he's a huge activist right um even back in the day he did a lot of things uh obviously there were i've heard stories where when he played in boston there were people that like actually took a shit on his bed and he was able to endure that and not kind of like fight back so when when you when we meet legends like this who were able to kind of like sustain all that and to still sustain a level of professionalism uh my hat tips to them you know true character uh he was a great he was also a winner listen he was great off the court but he was a winner on the court 11 championships who which NBA player is getting 11 championships now nobody right and so it goes to show he will probably have that record in his name for the next what 50 to 100 years or ever maybe ever right um Bill Russell, what else did he do? He was 11-time All-NBA. He was a five-time MVP. He was a... In 1962, he was an MVP then. Um, he obviously was on the 75th anniversary team and obviously a Hall of Famer. Bill Russell is what we call a top-tier, top 15 player ever. Um, there were a couple comments that said if he would even be good in this era, he would be amazing in this era. He was a great shot blocker, and I think that's one thing that um, 
modern players kind of look at him the way how he played the game he was all about the team about the team he was never cared about the stats he just did everything that he needed to do to win he wanted just to become a winner that's what he wanted to do and so whatever the team asked for him to do he did that uh he was a decent scorer um great defender um i saw clips the other day when when he died i you know went on youtube and it's just so bad that when people die, we kind of just go back and look at their stuff when we should have done that when they were alive. But I look back at those tapes, and this was the first time I looked back at, you know, Bill Russell, because I never, I just saw little clips, but I didn't watch like a full highlight reel of who this guy was and what did he do, what was his game about. And, dude, he was a great help defender. If, if any of his teammates got killed off the drive, he's going to erase that shit so fast. Um, he reminded me a bit of Ben Wallace, but a lot better. Uh, he was a better passer. Um, the, he, he was he was a great guy. He was a great guy, and the NBA community lost someone who really loved what they did. Um, so you know what, Bill Russell, thank you for all you've done for us. Um, your legacy will obviously move on. We'll continue to fight for change and racial injustice and stuff like that. So, Bill Russell, thank you so much for that. Appreciate you always. All right, back to the NBA so we all know what went down about a month and a half ago who wants out of Brooklyn Kevin Durant oh, shit. okay so Kevin Durant I don't know what you are going through but I, I know this Kevin Durant you said to the Nets hey I want to bring Kyrie over here I want to win here, and you make you signed a four-year deal, and you brought your boy Kyrie over, okay? You also got James Harden over there, you know what I mean? And the past, is it three years he's been in Brooklyn, they've won one playoff series? Does that even make any sense? One playoff series? Wow, that's, uh, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> Kevin Durant, I, I consider you a top three player. In the past five years, you're probably a top three, top one player in the league. Because like, you, you know what you represent. You're a 30-point per game scorer. You score in, in, in the most accurate way possible. And you're telling me that you created this team and you want out now? After you signed the deal last year for four years? And you want to go to Phoenix and, and all those teams that already built something for themselves and, and this is this is why this is why i will never i, I love kevin durant as a as a basketball player but when it just his demeanor i i just don't like it because he's all he's a guy who's just like i i'm i'm just gonna give up so all right who wants me he i know he wants to play basketball just wants to go there and just drop 25 drop 30 points that's what he wants to do but he is not a leader we have to end all debates about LeBron James and Kevin Durant because you can't compare them anymore. LeBron James is a natural leader. Kevin Durant should be a leader, but guess what? He's not a leader, right? Um, and, and you know what? If, if I'm Brooklyn, if I'm Brooklyn, no, I ain't training you. You know why? I got you signed for four years, right? And if, you, and if I'm Kevin Durant, I would look at this as 
obviously you, you still want to go but it, listen, listen the grass is greener where you are you know why i'm pretty sure kevin durant and Kyrie can still figure that stuff oh, out i think they're still shit. boys despite him wanting to leave i believe kevin durant Kyrie irving ben simmons joe harris hey and bubble tj warren people forget tj warren was dropping 30 plus in the bubble on on niggas it saves it warren to tie it the Pacers. Took the ball from Milton. That's the second time, and now Warren for three. And by T.J. Warren, he's back in. Great pass. Really good. Okay. T.J. Warren was dropping buckets. <laughs> so he's a. I think he'd be a good piece for them. Um, so th these guys got pieces. They they, they, they signed Nick Claxton back um, to Brooklyn, which is pretty good. Who is a pretty good um, role player um, and does a good job shot blocking and scoring inside buckets here and there. So listen, they're gonna be okay, but Kevin Durant, this look at the team that you have right now. Steve Steve Nash, I'm not a huge fan of, of him coaching, to be honest with you. Not not a not a huge Steve Steve Nash type of guy. But listen, this team can easily. You you would you would be an idiot if you think Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, who didn't play last year, I don't know how he passed his physical. He didn't play last year. Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, who's back. Claxton, I, I think Patty Mills is still back on there. You telling me that that team can't be a top three team in the East? Really? Come on, man. That's it. That's a pretty good team, and that's that's better than Miami, I think. I think you can compete that with Milwaukee. Listen, Kyrie Irving can still play basketball, right? I know Kyrie was considered going to the Lakers. Kyrie, uh, Kyrie is another guy who weird guy, but when it, when he steps on the court, he is uh, all talent easily top 12 player in the league when he wants to put his mind and heart to the court Kyrie is a player that you don't want to play around with he's like another guy who scores efficiently he can score in bunches can, can you know win a playoff series right and I just want these both guys to look at, or, or just have a conversation with the, with each other look what we have here I know Ben Simmons Ben Simmons is obviously offensively like challenged <laughs> but his role on, on Brooklyn is not going to be that hard, right? I, I feel like all you got to do, man, is play defense. You guard the best player. You know, you get the rebounds. You go out in transition. You do what you got to do. You find shooters. Make the job easier for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. These guys still got two shot creators. Can get the shot off at any time, whenever they want, wherever they want. Because these guys are prolific scorers. So Kevin Durant, I don't know if you're listening to this podcast, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: if you if you really want to win, you are in. And I still believe the East is still the weakest conference in, in, in um, between the West. You can definitely beat any team in the East when healthy. Obviously, Giannis is still there. Obviously, Jimmy Butler is still there. Obviously, Joel Embiid, James Harden is still in the loop. I, me, I'm not a Kevin Durant fan. I'm not a Brooklyn fan. I'll put my money on Kevin Durant and, and, the, and, the, and the Brooklyn Nets for winning that East next year. So Kevin Durant, all I would say is that I would come back mentally, be, be engaged, and let's get, let's get going. Come on, Katie. Be better, be better than that, man. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Um... So we are actually going to start the series where we're going to go from um, 
every NBA team, we're, we're going to grade their offseason moves. Not really grade, just talk about them. Um, once again, if you guys have any, if you have a team that you love, feel free to reach out, talk to me. We're going to set a date and we're going to talk about your favorite team and how, what they can do to improve. Okay. Um, but for starters, we're going to start off with Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta had a down season last year. Okay. Weren't in the playoffs. Trey Young kind of got exposed a little bit. Um, John Collins was okay. They were, I, I thought John Collins was going to get traded this offseason, but they had other plans. Atlanta acquired DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray is a guy who I loved last year, who I put on my oh, um, all-star shit. team last year for prediction, and he was an all-star last year, so good, good shout-out to him. DeJounte Murray is one of those players who is great defensively, very fast player, um, can get a shot in the mid-range post, great size, um, and he's a pretty good help defender as well. And I think would help uh, Trey Young to a huge degree, right? Uh, they also got, who else did they get here? They got AJ Griffin from the draft, who was a 16 um, round pick. Tyrese Martin, 51st round pick. Um, right, so they got Justin Holiday. So that's, uh, what's his face? Um, Drew Holiday's brother. And they got Maurice Harkless, who's just a, a good role player for you know defense and whatnot. Um, but listen, man. Oh, and they got oh they got Aaron Holiday too. That's crazy. They got Aaron Holiday. So the, the brothers are together again. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. That's funny. And they got Frank Kaminsky, who was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets, who I used to love back in the day. He's another role player. He was okay on Phoenix, but Atlanta, good move. I, I like DeJounte. I think they need another piece in order to really contend. People forget maybe a year and a half ago, Atlanta was in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And lost to Milwaukee. Um, so Atlanta, not a, not a bad move. I think this lessens the load for Trey Young. It makes him kind of just not give him a lot of pretty much just making the job a lot more, more easier for, for, for Trey Young, right? So I felt last year that the ball was in his hands way too much. And now with DeJounte, he can kind of like play that shooting guard role and, you know, make Trey Young kind of play spot up sometimes, right? So I think that's a good piece for Atlanta. I think they can still make a playoff run next year, maybe second round exit. Um, but they still need one more piece to really contend. But shout out to the Atlanta Hawks for those moves. Those are pretty good moves. Um, next team is Brooklyn. Brooklyn, we talked about already. Kevin Durant, get your ass back to Brooklyn. You don't need to go anywhere. You're Kevin Durant. Come on. Uh, but the last team we'll talk about is the Boston Celtics. Um, the Boston Celtics were in the finals last year, obviously, versus the Golden State Warriors. Lost in six games. I didn't think they would be in the finals, but they did. They acquired a point guard in Malcolm Brogdon, who I love, um, from Indiana, who is pretty much a solid guy who's just going to get a good shot for his teammates. He's a great shot uh, selector for himself as well. Also a great facilitator. So uh, Malcolm Brogdon is really going to help the Boston Celtics. That's because Marcus Smart last year, he's a great defensive player. And that's, that's another thing I forgot. Malcolm Brogdon is a great defensive player as well. So that, that just adds to their defense. Um, 
Marcus Smart is not really a true point guard, and I saw that a bit in the finals, and he got exposed a little bit. Where Malcolm Brown is just going to fill in and take those three-point shots that I don't think Marcus Smart can make and just make better decisions, right? Because as a, as a point guard, your, your job is to make the Jason Tatums, um, Jalen Browns of the world better and have an easier time getting those shots. That's, that's what your role as a point guard is to do, is to get those guys going. Obviously, those guys can get their own shots, but make it easier for those guys. I can say this. I'm not a huge Jason Tatum fan. I appreciate what he does on defense, what he did in the first round to Kevin Durant, locking him down, beating him, sweeping him, actually. But he, he takes a lot of weird shots where I'm just like, Tatum, really? That's the best shot you found from that? Like, that wasn't really a best shot. And I just feel he needs a better point guard to kind of, like, give him good mismatches and get and get the ball where he wants to be. Because I think Tatum can be a better player. Um, yeah, like, as well as Jalen Brown. I, I, I'm a Jalen Brown fan. I love, he has, he has, he has a dog in him. Jalen Brown has just a, a thing in him where Tatum does not have. And there are many times oh, in the, in, this, in the, the finals where I'm like, is Jalen Brown better than Jason Tatum? Because I just feel like Jalen Brown wants it more than Jason Tatum. Right? And it's, it's not a shot to, to, to Jason Tatum. I just want Jason Tatum to just be, get it more, man. You want, you want to get it more. Right, so hopefully next year he kind of uses this as fuel for him to get better next year. Because um, I, I just feel he does too much fadeaway jump shots. And Tatum, you're like 6'10", 6'11". Get your ass down there. Get finish strong and get to the line. He was doing that in the season and didn't do that um, in the finals. So I didn't understand why there. Um, they also got uh, Danilo Gallinari. Gallinari. I love Gallinari. Gallinari. <laughs> I love him since the Nuggets, man. He's, he's been awesome. Another role player who's a 40% three-point shooter, which will help the Boston Celtics stretch, the, stretch out the floor. Um, so, you know, good good moves for Boston. They don't really have to make any huge changes. I mean, dude, they were in the freaking finals, so I don't think they got to make crazy moves. Um, but... The last week we heard a deal with Jalen Brown. I think it was Time Lord, and and I think it was two picks and some other player for Kevin Durant. And I'm thinking, if I'm Boston, do I trade Jalen Brown and you know Time Lord and those picks for Kevin Durant? And at first I said, you have to do it because it is Kevin Durant. After much thinking, you don't do that. And the reason why you don't do that is because th- last year, this team turned like flipped the switch as of January 1st. These guys wanted to get it. These guys said, hey, we're in a new, we're in a new different mode. We're going to get this shit going. And they had a run from January 1st all the way to the finals. This team, I've, I've never, maybe, maybe Detroit back in, you know, they won the finals back in the day. This defense was... <laughs> they, they could switch everything. They had help defenders. They were talking on defense. I, I just haven't seen a defense like this in a long time. Okay? I haven't seen Kevin Durant boxed. Legit boxed like this in a long time. He, he couldn't get a shot off anywhere. There were defenders there. And, and, and one, one piece that I, I love... 
and I didn't know how great he was, was Rob, Robert Williams, Time Lord. He, he was a great piece for Boston and the, and the anchor of the Boston defense, right? So defensively, these guys have it. I'm pretty sure they can be a top five defense again next year easily, right? With Malcolm Brogdon being there, they should be a lot better. And out their top three seed in the East, obviously, is going to be a race between, obviously, the Philadelphia Sixers, Boston Celtics, and if Kevin, if Kevin Durant and Kyrie are still there, it's going to be the Brooklyn Nets. These three teams are going to be the best teams in the Eastern Conference Finals. So Boston, good job for still being a great contender there as well, right? So um, Boston, we'll see what happens, right? Um, but that's it for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. It'll be on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music. We love you guys. I appreciate it. Once again, your favorite team, let me know. Let's talk about it. Peace.